Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, Welcome again to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the Green Bay Packers-Chicago Bears rivalry of the 1970s. Now, pro football's longest enduring rivalry naturally involves two of its oldest teams, the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Their first meeting began way back in 1921, which for a a lot of friends of mine, uh, that was the last time that they all got a pay raise. In the 1970s, the rivalry blossomed into its sixth decade. These two natural rivals in the old NFC Central Division, now it's called the NFC North Division, met each other 20 times during the 1970s with the Bears winning 11 of those games. I'll try to take a closer look at some of the more entertaining of those 20 contests. Now, Green Bay won five of the first of its uh, meetings with Chicago in the 70s. In 72, the Packers unveiled rookie place kicker Chester Markle, and all he did in his first season in the NFL was lead the entire league in scoring. In Green Bay's first meeting versus the Bears in 72, Markle lifted the Packers to a 20-17 victory on their way to an eventual 10-4 record and a division championship. Markle's 37-yard boot with but 30 seconds left in the game was something new in Packerland, a kicker who could help his team win a close game, over a division rival no less, with a key field goal conversion. Later that year, The Green Bay defense came through by causing and recovering a Bobby Douglas fumble to preserve a 23-17 Packers victory and season sweep of the Bears. That win gave Green Bay the sole possession of the lead in their division, and it was a lead that they never lost as they earned the NFC Central Division title in the 13th week of the season with a clutch 23-7 victory at Minnesota. By the middle of the decade of the 1970s, however, the Bears would start improving, and they managed to put a halt to the Packers' winning streak. In 1974, a very tight contest took place on Monday Night Football at Chicago's Soldier Field. The Bears did all of their scoring in the first quarter on a mirror-rotor field goal and a 57-yard touchdown bomb from quarterback Gary Huff to wide receiver Charlie Wade, a 10-0 Chicago lead. Then the Bears hung on for dear life. Their defense was somehow able to limit the Packers to three Chester Markle field goals in the second half, and the Bears prevailed 10-9. A tight tight game like this was going to be seen more than once during the 1970s, however. In 1976, Chicago won another game over Green Bay by the score of 16-10. The significance of that meeting was that the Bears, with that win, achieved their first season sweep of the Packers since 1963. 
three Bob Thomas field goals combined with a 49-yard touchdown pass from Bob Avellini to James Scott to provide the margin of victory. Chicago's win on that day helped them to achieve a 7-7 regular season record, the first time that they had actually uh, finished at 500 for a season since 1968. Throughout the rest of the decade, both the Bears and the Packers engaged in rather nondescript affairs, with Chicago winning five of the final six meetings between the two teams from 1977 to 1979. Only one of those games could be considered to be a blowout. In 1977, the Bears posted a 26 to nothing victory over the Packers in Green Bay. Most of the games between these two teams were settled by just one score. The highly competitive nature of these two squads was probably best seen in 1979. Both of their regular season meetings that year were decided by a total of only four points of difference. In their opening game at Soldier Field, the Bears won a battle of field goals 6-3. The Packers almost tied the game in the third quarter, but Chicago defensive back Virgil Libers managed to block a Chester Markle field goal attempt. In their second meeting, which took place in the 15th week of the 1979 season, the Bears once again prevailed, this time by a score of 15-14 at Lambeau Field. As evidenced by the final score, that game went down to the wire. Bears linebacker Tom Hicks returned an interception 66 yards for a touchdown to give Chicago the lead late in the fourth quarter. The Packers came back and attempted a last-second field goal, but Tom Burney's 52-yard attempt was just short, and thus ended the Chicago-Green Bay rivalry for the 1970s. Now, as we all know, the Bears-Packers rivalry is one for historic longevity and for its many, many great games of the past. The future meetings between these two teams, however, promises to add even more excitement to those many great games of the past. Now, for the trivia question for this episode, what Chicago Bears quarterback had the highest team passing rating in 1979? You can uh, Facebook me with your answer, and I'll let you know if you're right or wrong. Thanks once again for enjoying this episode of Pro Football in the 70s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and I'm looking forward to talking to you again about the next episode upcoming in the future. Take care. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. 
We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.